This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. There you go. That's right. The awesome <laughs> intro to the awesome show. It is Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. The interactive video show where you can be a part of the show every week. We do the show, of course. If you're a subscriber, I will send you a link to the show, the StreamYard link. You can join us. You can chill in the chat room. You can be on audio. You can be on video. If you have props, you can smoke weed. Uh, pretty much most things go. Not everything goes, obviously, but most things will fly because we're behind a paywall. We have freedom of speech. It is Channel Attitude. Subscribe for less than a dollar a week, and you'll be part of the show. Get all the episodes on audio and video, all of that good stuff. I am Stoner Jesus. She is Shelly Martinez. Check us out at ShellySJSmokeOut.com. All the links, plus they're running along the bottom, of course, as well, Twitter, Instagram, all of that good stuff. Um, I had a very long day today. We'll get into that momentarily. Uh, first, Shelly, we were supposed to record last night. You were not feeling well. How are you feeling uh, tonight? Better. It's been a rough week for me. Um, I've just been super, super tired. Like yesterday, it was like about four hours before we were going to record. And I was like, okay, I better just take a quick nap. So, like, because my new normal is about two, three o'clock. I crash. I just like, I get a lot done. And then all of a sudden I just crash. And it's one of those things where it's not even like it slowly happens. It like just happens. So I was just like, all right. And then my alarm went off and I was like, okay, just a little bit longer. And then it went off again. I said, just a little bit longer. And I was like, well, crap, I better get up. And when I try to attempt to get up, I literally felt I couldn't like, I felt like, just I was filled with a ton of bricks and I was just like and there's been times where like I've kind of gone through this but I still show up for the show and like I kick out of it yeah. and there's even times where I've been on the show and at the beginning of the our show I'll be like hey like I'm tired or whatever but I just couldn't peel myself out of bed and I was like this isn't good I think I need to listen to my body and just like continue resting so so here we are tonight. Yeah. It's fine. Because we don't do it live. People watch the recording, listen to the recording whenever they want to. The beauties of technology. Um, my day, right now I'm exhausted. I'm absolutely exhausted. My tank is at zero. So if I say like something weird or I feel over for a minute or I fall asleep, chalk it up to that. Because that's the, the way it is. Long story short, because I hate going back over a long day and like, in minute detail, I'd rather just put it in the rear view, but I had to get some furniture to a second floor apartment. We never thought to measure the furniture, the doorway, the hallway, any of that. So of course this shit's not fitting. So I have to take the doors. I have to take two separate doors off the hinges to create more room. We get most of it upstairs. There's one last couch, and we just couldn't get the couch up through the second door. So I literally had to snap this wood wooden leg off this couch to get it through the door. <clears throat> this whole ordeal took like five hours. It was like a love seat, a couch, a coffee table, and two end tables. That was the entire thing. It was five hours of misery and trying to get this shit up these stairs and through these doors. And I just, I just messaged Shelly because it was taking so long. I said, can we push this back another hour? 
because it's just been a long fucking day. And uh, so here I am uh, being the trooper. And as always, when I face adversity, I smoke some weed about it. It's my advice to everyone. Smoke some weed about it. Hell yeah. The theme of tonight's show is also going to be a lot of me wondering and asking Shelly if she remembers if we've talked about these things before. Because <laughs> we're episode 57 overall, 14 on channelattitude.com. It's getting to the point where my memory of what we've talked about is sketchy at best. Uh, the the poll that I put up on the Twitter, I don't know if we've done that before. I, I think I maybe did it for my show, but like the first time you got high poll we're going to talk about. I don't know if we've done that for the show before. Um, I don't know if, have we ever watched the Munsters trailer? Do we ever talk about the Munsters trailer for the new movie? We talked about it, but we didn't watch the trailer. Okay. I don't think so. I, I watched it. Oh, I, don't no. it. I, I don't, I don't remember doing it. So listen, if you're a long time watcher or listener or whatever, and you've seen this episode and we, we go over some again, look, man, I'm, personally, I'm old. I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, my memory was, I mean, it used to be great back in the day, but the last few years have been, you know, it's been really downhill. So chalk it up to all that. Uh, I don't know what else to say about, um, like I said, I'll just, I'll keep asking the theme of the tonight show. Be, did we do this before? Have we done this before? In any case, I do want to mention real quick, we're getting everything else. The giveaway winner for the water pipe from next Bardo has not contacted me. It's been three weeks. I think there's plenty of time. This is the third episode I've mentioned it in. The beginning of the episode, roughly towards the beginning. I don't know what else I can do. So my next step is to write the guy next Bardo. He's going to ship it to Shelly, and Shelly can have it, and she can rub it in your face that she has it and you don't. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't listen. I'm trying, I'm trying. Give away stuff free. They'll ship it to you. All you gotta do is send a message to this dude with your information. Boom, they ship a water pipe to you for free. I can't, I can't do anything. I can't transport it to you because we don't have the technology yet. So I don't know what else to do. I'm at a loss. And in this day and age, everyone wants something for nothing. Everyone. So it's so strange that this amazing water pipe, you know what it is? It wasn't meant for that dude. It was meant for me to have right. to create awesome content, to create some awesome bong rips and benefit from it. That's that's what was meant to be. And it sucks because, you know, it's fun having when we have our giveaways, you know, it's I feel it adds an element of excitement to our show it makes me excited when i you ask me to pick the numbers i kind of have anxiety about it for a minute like you know it's fun and like who doesn't love a good giveaway especially when there's no strings attached like most giveaways is like hey win this free iphone but you have to pay right. 9.99.99 for shipping or something like that and then you end up spending 100 bucks so it's like it's so strange to me, but at least I make out in the deal. That's right. Listen, I don't know what the problem is. You know, like I said, he has something going on in his life. Maybe he didn't get the email. Maybe he went to spam. I don't know. But <clears throat> like I said, I can only do so much to give away this awesomeness. I don't know if you're paranoid. I mean, I'm, I could say I'm not a Fed, but isn't that what a Fed would say? <laughs> uh, I got to think if I was a Fed, I would have, uh, well, have more money, first of all. I wouldn't be so damn broke. So, I don't know. Take that for for what it is. 
I did mention the poll, which I will bring up so that we can see it, because this is a visual show. <laughs> it helps. I don't recall us doing this before, to be honest with you. I think I did it for my show. So, yes, I'm not above recycling bits and stuff that I've done for my show, for this show. I'll do that all day long. I don't care. I have no, uh, I have no pride when it comes to that. In any case, did you get high the first time you tried cannabis? I ask this about to just about every person I've ever had on my show who smokes cannabis. If they got high the first time. Um, I don't know why I picked yes on that. I, I, might, I had to have been the person to pick yes because there's a little check mark there. But I did not get high the first time I tried weed. Mm, is that right? Yeah, that's the whole point of the story I'm going to tell. <laughs> For some reason, I click yes. That's what I'm talking about. Things <laughs> my brain is fucking downhill, man. This is it. You're seeing I'm being recorded in my decline for this show and be on the internet forever. It's a shame. Anyway, so far, 63% of people have said yes. My first time smoking, I remember distinctly because I didn't get high and I thought it was very weird. And everybody else was baked out of their mind. And I don't know what the fuck was going on. <clears throat> I was always one of those people that was against weed. My dad smoked it. I think that I thought in my head that's what contributes to him being a loser and, you know, just not doing anything with his life or whatever. So I was like, it was the month before my 18th birthday and my best friend who, uh, we started the Stoner Jesus character together and doing like trying to get audio on the internet and everything. He died in 2005. In any case, um, we were, well, I was, uh, I don't know. I was, um, I lost my train of thought. See, that's what I'm talking about. It just fucking left totally. First time I smoked weed month before my 18th birthday, I'm back on track. I'm back on the train. He's like, hey, we're bored. We're bored as shit. There's no, I mean, the internet sucks. There's no, you know, Xboxes and Playstations and shit yet. It's pre all of this. We're still with, you know, cassette tapes and VHS, VHS tapes and whatnot. So we're bored. What are we going to do? He said, well, we can smoke some weed. I know a guy who's got some weed. I say, you know what? Fuck it. Let's smoke some weed. We get it. Which was that easy that night. But lo and behold, uh, in the years to come, it'd be very difficult going to place to place you know this dude has a joint this dude has a joint whatever so we smoke it smoke a ton of it from what i remember and i felt absolutely nothing just i felt no different whatsoever i remember i kept asking like you know are you high he's like oh yeah man i'm fucking blazed or whatever we say back then i don't think we said baked or anything yet he said yeah i mean i'm high as fuck and i i couldn't i couldn't feel anything the weird thing about it was the very next night same place same people Smoked the same shit, got high as a kite. To this day, I don't know what happened that first night, but I distinctly remember just not being high. And a lot of people I ask on my show, about half of them, roughly, maybe a little less than half, will say the same thing. They just didn't get high the first time they tried cannabis. And I don't know what that's about. Uh, I'm sure I've asked you before, Shelly. Again, I don't, I have no memory of it, but I'm sure I've asked you, probably when I had you on my show, if you got high uh, the first time. So did you get high the first time you tried cannabis? I did, but before I get into that story, so was this your friend's first time too? No. He has oh. smoked before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, much like you, I was very against it. I have said this on our show before when I've talked about being against it in the past. I pride myself. I'd say, I've never smoked a marijuana cigarette a day in my life. I was very proud of that. And I think the reason why is the exact same reason for you. Like the people that I knew specifically in my family that did it, 
they suck at life. And they're the types that they didn't stop at cannabis. They went to harder drugs. So I did believe that it led to harder drugs. But what's really interesting, though, is when I got into high school, I hung out with all the stoners. And I didn't have a problem with them doing it, which is really weird. Like, I was okay with them doing it. And they were okay. Like, they never tried to, like, talk me into it or anything. They... Like, it was just like, oh, Shelly doesn't smoke. You know, she doesn't do that. She never smoked more than a cigarette day in her life. <laughs> it's so strange to me that I was so against it and judgmental. But when I was around people who didn't seem like they were effing their life up and did it, I was okay with it. It's so strange. But anyways, so... I was living in Louisville, Kentucky when I was under contract with WWE and I had just started um, being on the road with WWE. So I had been at Kentucky for like a year and my buddies like just like in high school, all of them were potheads. And so when we would hang out after, you know, hours or we weren't working uh, after training, I would just be with them. And I'm sure maybe I've gotten contact high and didn't realize it. Cause like they would just smoke so much and I would just pass it, pass it. I just want to hang out with my buddies. And I started getting curious about it. And I think the reason why was what was different between my Louisville friends and my high school friends is that my Louisville friends were wrestlers and they stayed in training mode. They stayed in focus mode. So I think that's what really piqued my interest about like maybe trying it because here we all are trying to make our dreams come true and they're all super fit, super disciplined. And so that was a different kind of stoner than I've ever seen before. Like I never seen that kind of a stoner before. And so I secretly was curious and it's so weird because I didn't know Rob Van Dam that well. I just knew him from seeing him on TV and now he's a coworker. And when I first started on the road, um, I would travel by myself a lot. And because at first, when you first get on the road, they pay for your um, hotel and for your car rental for a very limited time. So that's when I would be by myself typically. And randomly, because at that time they had ECW, we had our own show separate. And eventually we ended up being on the road with SmackDown. So we had a weird schedule because they wanted to have us booked at places that ECW ran back in the day that was successful so we could sell the shows out. So there would be like a show here and then you have to do like a four hour drive to the next show instead of just like an hour or two when you're with raw or SmackDown. So the reason why I bring up the long stretch is I kept bumping into just Rob, like at a gas station or at a place to eat. And he knew nothing about the way I viewed cannabis. And he would just say, you know, Cannabis isn't just good to smoke, but the hemp. And he started busting out like all these different, like if we use hemp for paper instead of chopping down trees, like, and he started telling me all these facts and I was like, what? And so it would trip me out. And then when I would be on my off days, I'd be on the internet looking up what he said and damn it, if it wasn't there, I was like, oh my God. Like, cause I kind of thought, what is he messing with me? Did someone tell him that I was all proud? I never smoked a marijuana cigarette. 
So after that happened, of like a couple of trips by myself, I was like, you know what? Like maybe I should try it because up until then, I was like in a really bad mood for a long, many years. And I didn't realize it then, but it was because I was suppressing a lot of trauma and that was depressing me. And like totally having like things I blocked out a hundred percent that happened in my childhood. So I was hanging out at my buddies. We had our Papa John's pizza night every week. And I just remember they were passing the bowl and then I went to go pass it. And the bowl, it had this like, it was really big and it had this like little kind of monster face on it. And we called it the tremor from the movie tremors. Mm -hmm. And so I had the tremor and I just looked at it and like, I had a flash of Rob telling me like all the stuff he had been telling me. And I was like, eh. and everyone's just talking. Cause they're used to just like, cause they're all medicated. They're just used to like me passing it. And so I sparked it up and then all of a sudden everyone got quiet and they're like, Oh, and I didn't know, like, <laughs> just to maybe just go I was like <laughs> I took the biggest hit and then when I exhaled it I coughed my lung up I had I got so medicated I had a panic attack I asked them if I was gonna die I had to step outside and because we were in an apartment so there was like no ventilation I was just like oh my gosh and I was so overwhelmed but then after that panic part ended which didn't last too long I was like, oh my gosh. And what was really cool is when I was in high school, I my reputation was like, I kind of was like the girl that dressed slutty, but I carried a Bible with me all the time. And I was always like, hi guys. So kind of like um, the movie Legally Blonde, a lot of people would be like, that's so Shelly. So when I went through that bad mood phase, I wasn't that girl anymore, but the, that first, when I hit that tremor and after the panic wore off, I felt like high school Shelly again. And I was like, Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> and then the more I did it, the more of my, um, stuff that I blocked out came back to me. And that was really interesting to me because people, we say like potheads forget that da, 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 like your burnout, like loser, da, da, da. And so it was really interesting to me that I was remembering things that were really hardcore that I totally like one of them, like we've talked on a show, um, quite a few shows back about my dad. He was a douchebag, you know, sexual predator, blah, blah, blah. So up until then, I used to put him on a pedestal. I used to be like, my dad always believed in me that I could be a wrestler and da, 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 da. And so when these moments came back, I was like, holy shit, like what have I been saying? Like all this stuff happened. So that's when I decided to like be a huge advocate for cannabis because I could not believe I wasn't in that bad mood anymore. Even Danielle, when I came back to California to visit, cause she knew me as not being a medicator. And she was like, Oh my God, you've changed like in a good way. And she was against it for a long time too, but she accepted that I did it because she saw such a positive change in my attitude. So I'm very grateful for the tremor. I'm glad that I had a good experience with the tremor the first time because I have heard from other people too that they didn't get medicated the first time. I mean, I guess everyone's just different, but you know, 36.8% said no. Well, 
would that go to 37% if you're, you know, yes, turn to two no? Probably. That's a lot of math. <clears throat> Let me refresh to see if anybody else has voted. I expect more votes, too. I mean, a lot of people saw it. I guess they just didn't care. It wasn't something that interested them. You know, isn't that a bummer city deal? I try to sometimes interact online, too, and I'm like, you know, my numbers on Twitter have been going up for the last like year or so it was really like just stayed at the same number for a really long time. So that tells me people, and I see every day, at least a handful of people are following me. So it's like, why aren't, why is no one really interacting? <laughs> Cause like, I don't know. Maybe it's them. My numbers on Twitter are roadkill. Absolute roadkill dead on arrival. Just, they flatline me so bad. I don't, I don't even see the point anymore, but you know, some people see it. It's not most of them. Most people follow me on Twitter. Assumed I don't use my Twitter anymore. They've forgotten about me. They think I'm dead. I don't know, but they'll never, ever, ever see a tweet from me. 95% of the people who follow me will never see anything. I tweet. And I, I mean, come on, man. I can't see anything really that bad. I mean, come on. Some of it maybe. I've tweeted like 150,000 tweets. I'm sure some of it went across the line, but come on. But here's the thing. You're active on Twitter. Like you would think that some of that would get through. Like you're not somebody that just tweets like maybe once or twice a day. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's so freaking frustrating. I can't with how things are anymore. We've talked about it so many times, but damn it. I'll say it again. Like it's just not fun anymore. It's just not fun anymore. It's not, it's not fun when I tweet something. I know, you know what? It doesn't really even matter if I tweet this anyway, because you know what? Maybe someone will see it. Maybe someone important. I don't know. Maybe a Rob zombie will put me in a next monsters movie. I'll preface this by saying, we're going to watch this video, this trailer from a couple months ago. Uh, I went through some of the comments, uh, it's not great. It's a real massacre in the comments for the Munsters trailer. <laughs> we'll check it out. Nope, that's the wrong one, too. Let's try this one. There we go. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Hell yeah. The This is the Munsters trailer number one from... Um, who the hell is it from? Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes trailers. Love story ever told. Oh, I, I don't like the sound of that. The greatest of a super genius transplanted into the body of a perfect physical specimen. <laughs> I want a man that makes my blood run cold. A man that every time he enters my crypt, it's like a sting through my dead black heart. I could rip you up and hold me down in the lab. Oh, no. Remember what happened last time? It was bad. I'm gonna go. Okay. Looking for a vision. A queen. True love. What exactly do you want? Is Herman Munster in there? Uh-huh. 
I knew the moment I laid eyes on you that you were special. I understand if you don't feel the same. I'm just a regular gal living a boring, normal life. If there's one thing I know, is that the rest of the world melts it away. As soon as you appear in my life. It seems Miss Lily is truly in love. Oh, come on, you know and I know that we gotta get rid of that bozo Herman Munster. <laughs> That's a strange way of saying hello. Oh, I guess we're gonna have to get used to it. So, <clears throat> there you go. As I said, it was quite the massacre in the comments. I guess there's a possibility of a good movie just having a bad trailer, but I don't know. Shelly is our resident uh, Munster's aficionado and expert. What are your thoughts on the uh, Munster's trailer from Rob Zombie? <laughs> Just to show you guys my resume, let me show you my mouse pad. This is my mouse pad, okay? You might as well call me Shelly Munster. I know all the episodes. I've been watching them since I was, I can remember, such so young. Um, let's be honest. There's only one Yvonne DiCarlo, a.k.a. Lily Munster. Um, actually, all of them. Al Lewis, Fred Gwine, like all of them. They're, no one could exactly duplicate them, which I totally get. But when I first heard that Zombie was going to do this film, I was like, watch, he's going to make his wife Lily Munster. And I actually did a video of this on my YouTube channel and it was real quick. It was one of my quickies. And I said, can someone please tell Rob Zombie it's okay to cast somebody that's not his wife in his movies. And the thing is, is I'm not dogging Sherry Moon really because I think she did really good in uh, Devil's Rejects, House of a Thousand Corpses. I even think she did good in the Halloween remake or not remake, but the Halloween movie he did, which kind of is like with the Munsters where he's telling the story of before it became what everyone's familiar with. This is what happened. And I like that. Like, that's what I liked what he did with Halloween, showing you the beginning stages of how it all began. So there was part of me that felt like, he may be doing, he could do a good job because I know he's a legit Munsters fan and there's a character in the Munsters called Zombo. And he referenced when he was doing his little um, like sneak peeks or whatever teasers and he referenced him. So I thought, wow, like people who maybe have seen a good amount of the Munsters wouldn't know who Zombo is. So the fact that he's staying true, like that's really cool. Like maybe there's hope here, even though I know he's going to put Sherry Moon as Lily. And one of the things I said to Danielle, I said, watch, she's going to be like this. 
<laughs> and she is 1000%. When I saw the trailer, I was like, oh my God, she's exactly how I thought she was going to be. And there's more to Lily Munster than doing these little gestures that she didn't even nail. And again, I'm not saying she's a bad actress. I'm just saying not every actor or actress is made for certain roles. Like I feel he could have cast this way better. Um, I've said it a million times. I really feel that the, um, everybody loves Raymond's brother guy, the guy that's in the Jimmy John commercials. Yeah. I feel he would have been a really good Herman Munster. And I thought that for so many years before there's any talks before as when the thought, I always thought he'd be a really, and I don't watch everyone loves Raymond, but whenever I see that dude, I'd be like, if there's ever a remake of the Munsters, he needs to play Herman. Like he'd be really, really good. Um, another person who I think would have been good is on Friends, Ross's dad, Ross and Monica's dad, but he's too old now. But like, if it was like back in like early 2000s or or the 90s, he would have been really good too. So there's people out there that it because I'm such a Munsters fan, I thought naturally they would make that would make a really good Herman. I'm sure there's so many girls here in town that would have been such a good Lily maybe actresses that are more seasoned so they know how to really dig and mimic characteristics because they're digging deep instead of just watching a show and then trying to pretend you're that person. It just, the whole thing, like, and it's the idea is cute. How Lily and Herman met. Yes. I want to know how they met. I think that's really a cute storyline. But come on, man, like, I just, I can't. And I, in the comments that I got, a lot of people agreed with me and some people didn't. And then they were just like, I remember there was one comment in particular. They said something like, well, I forget what they said exactly, but it was pretty much saying like, wouldn't you, if you had a husband that did all these movies feel so like honored and like, want to be a part of it. And it's like, well, why couldn't she have been another character? She could have still been in the movie. She could have just played another character. And to be honest, I even wondered if she would have been a better Marilyn Munster. I don't know if she's going to, Marilyn Munster is going to be in this film, but like, I see her pulling that off more than Lily. And going back to how I'm not dogging, my Ariel character in WWE, it was a mix between Lily Munster, Drusella from Ver Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Baby Firefly from House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. So it's like Sherry Moon gave some inspiration to my character. So that's like, I don't think people, when they think I'm talking, they think I'm talking crap or whatever. It's like, no, dude, like I think she's good at certain roles. I'm still going to watch it. I'm going to try my best not to go in just like hating it. I had, I only watched the trailer once and that's when it like first came out. So this is my second time and I couldn't help but roll my eyes and just be annoyed. So that might happen when I watch the film. <sighs> it doesn't seem funny. That's the thing. That's the main killer. You're going to sit through 90 minutes or something. You're not going to laugh. Then you have something else that's going to draw you in, and there's nothing, there's nothing there. He's trying to be funny, obviously. He's trying to make a comedy. From what I saw in the trailer, I don't, 
and beyond the you know the character deficiencies or whatever it seemed like in the first part of the trailer the guy who plays grandpa is like trying to do a grandpa impression from the show but then later he kind of drops that she has some weird accent or affectation of her voice she's like trying to make it go up and down continuously and <clears throat> i don't know who with herman i don't know i guess they made a conscious decision he's not going to act like the one from the television show but again if you don't have a good script and it's not funny it's going to it's going to die i mean it's and some of these comments well all the top comments are destroying it uh the top comment says if you're if you're a struggling film student and think your scripts don't have a hope in hell of getting picked up by a producer just remember that someone greenlit this script they got the money for it filmed it edited it together and are about to release it to cinemas worldwide you can do it uh one dude said there's some hope out there <laughs> one guy says this feels more like a trailer for a youtube series and a feature film another guy says i'm absolutely addicted to this trailer it's mesmerizing how wrong everything looks from the movie maker title cards the 90s tv series special effects the vomit inducing color grading the stock sound effects to the overacting is the perfect gem. Uh, this other guy said, man, naysayers will say what they will, but this is quality is amazing for a high school project. Uh, another guy said, this has the quality and acting chops of a local mattress sales commercial. Uh, this guy <laughs> said, wow, another movie starring Sherry Moon Zombie. She must be a great actress to keep getting all these starring roles. It just, it goes on and on. It's brutal but that's my issue with it she was good at certain roles and when i talked about it some people had written me um saying that oh, what was that movie called i didn't see it he did another movie about like was it the salem witches i guess or something like that and they said that um that's when they realized that sherry moon wasn't great in every role because they felt like she was struggling in that role. And so it's like crazy to me because Rob freaking zombie grew up loving the monsters. He like, how does, how does he think it's okay that this is what it is? Like, that's what gave me the hope that he would pull through is because he's such a freaking monsters fan. And I just can't, wrap my head around getting a big budget. I mean, they, I was watching the developments of the film and they like rebuilt the Munster's mansion. There's a lot of money that went into this. So it's like, I can't wrap my head around. It's, it's one thing if it's like somebody doing the film that maybe is kind of like the Munster's or, Oh yeah, I remember that show. And then this is what I would accept it. Okay. They didn't know the show, whatever, but zombie has no excuse to butcher this and everyone's entitled to their own vision, I guess, but there's just certain things like going back to his Halloween movie. I felt the vibe and the storytelling and everything. It held up to, being the starter of the Halloween series. Like it matched up, even though it was so much longer after the originals came out, you know, it's just, I'm curious to know, want to know why he chose not to do it in black and white. I think it would have been like 
better if he kept true to the black and white. Maybe he wanted to get his comic booky vibes going on, which Rob Zombie's known for, right? So, like, okay, I can kind of see that. Like, the artwork of all White Zombie or Rob Zombie albums, their music videos, they all have that vibe. I get it. I just don't, like... Is it one of those things that Sherry Moon's going to throw a fit and make his life hell if she doesn't get the star role? Like, like I'm not trying to be a bitch, but is that what it is? Is that she's like, I'm playing Lily Munster. You better not da-da-da. Like, is that what's going on here? Because that's kind of the only way I'll accept that she's Lily Munster is if she was going to cause trouble at home and he just can't live like that. He's going to be sleeping on the couch. He's, uh, she's not in the movie. Like maybe she wears the pants in the in the relationship. Who knows? So like I can forgive him for that if that's the case. But we don't know that, so I can't forgive him right now. I'm gonna look up see who the uh, Muncher screenwriter is because uh, that's really what the whole thing hinges on. It's like um, this says the Muncher screenplay was written by Rob Zombie. See, that's it's a lot easier. Horror is a lot easier to write than comedy is. It's much easier to make someone scared or at least interested in something than it is to make them laugh. And I don't know. I mean, from the trailer, it looks like he missed the mark. I mean, it's just, it's not funny. It's, it's going to be, it's going to go nowhere. It said it was coming out in September 2022. I don't know what that means. I don't know where that is. I guess theaters. I have no idea. I haven't been to a theater in I don't know how many years. <laughs> it's supposed to be on Netflix. Oh, well. We'll see. I doubt I'll check it out, though. We'll have to get a review from you because I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> and it's so funny because the last time I was on Gutting the Sacred Cow, I took because it's so hard to find a film that they haven't done already. Yeah. I said, look, I'm calling dibs that if I hate the Rob Zombie Monsters movie, that I get to do that. And they agreed. So I guess I'll be on the Gutting the Sacred Cow probably in the near future. <laughs> there you go. Tag <laughs> Tag wrong Rob Zombie game. Interested? That'd be awesome. So we'll see. Get the review from Shelly on uh, the Musters movie, which just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it was so fucking awful. <laughs> I'm hoping that I walk away with it at least saying, you know what? It sucked, but it didn't suck as bad as I thought it would. Like, I, if I can come out of it saying that, that'll make me happy because. I feel that in entertainment, um, they try to kind of erase the originals and make people remember just the remakes so that younger generations don't realize what they're watching is something that was a remake. So I would be so effing sad if people in the younger generations have no idea about the original Munsters and think that this load of crap is what the Munsters is. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they did some witchcraft in it so the people who watch it just automatically love it. I don't know. But it does look like there's no Eddie and no Marilyn. I guess, you know, they met before them and, you know, all that, which I don't know. I don't think it helps it. <laughs> I haven't never no. <laughs> and Elvira has a part in it too. I'm interested in seeing oh, yeah. who she's supposed to be in there. And, uh, What's Elvira's thoughts on this? <laughs> Elvira, let us know. Come on the show. That's right. 
I've talked to her before, tried to get her on my show in the past, and, uh, you know, as most of those things go, there was no response. No response whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I do want to mention, because I don't think we have mentioned, uh, our next show. It's going to be a very special show. We're going to have the Stoner Brothers on. We've had them on before, uh, back in the pre-Channel Attitude days. We're bringing them back on to the Smokeout for the Channel Attitude days. And uh, it should be quite the episode. They're, uh, they also had their, their issues with the Young Bucks. <laughs> they told us that story in the last episode. It was pretty awesome. Uh, so you're looking forward to that, Shelly? I am. And it was so funny because the way when you asked them if how they felt about the Young Bucks, the way they answered, I thought that they were joking. Like they really did like them. And that they were just kind of being like <laughs> silly because they were so conversational about it. They weren't like, ah, yeah, they were just like, oh, well, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, wait, are you effing with me right now? Like, are you really friends with them? Like, it took me like, like, are you, are you sure? Are you cool with them? And you're just joking or like, no, 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 they think I don't like them. And it's like, <laughs> It was hilarious. So we definitely had to bring that up to them. Um, I haven't talked to them in a while. Like, I mean, we keep in touch and, um, on online and stuff, but like, I haven't seen them because obviously I don't go to shows anymore. And the last time I talked to them, quote unquote, face to face was on our episode that we had with them. So it'd be really cool to catch up. Yeah. Um, as far as the update goes, when it comes to the Young Bucks, they have a YouTube channel called Being the Elite. Which has like five hundred some thousand YouTube subscribers. <clears throat> Excuse me. And they uh, recently tweeted out that they are going on like an indefinite hiatus with the YouTube channel uh, until further notice or whatever. So I don't think things are going well in uh, in elite land <laughs> with the young bucks. I wonder what's going on. I haven't bothered my insider about information because here's I try to play my insider card smart. You can't be always asking them for updates and knowing what's up. You got to pick and choose your spot or else they're going to think you're annoying and not give you the information anymore. And plus this person who I will never name my source, um, is pretty freaking famous and they got a lot of other things to worry about than answering my questions about gossip. So, <laughs> so, you know, and then not to mention they got a lot in their personal life too. So it's just like, I pick and choose, but I've been curious because I feel like there's been no new information. Everything's just the same. Yeah, and um, it, like there's legal issues, so nobody can really talk about it. Well, I don't know. And that's probably what it is. And that's why like I've been tempted to ask what the deal was. But I feel like since my insider knew, because I even told them it was in text. I was like, dude, don't judge me, but is this like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, and I felt like such a nerd because this person knows that, like how I feel about wrestling and I just don't really care. So that's why I was like, don't judge me. <laughs> Cause like, you know, me as like not caring, but like, I'm just really curious. So I kind of feel if there was some kind of big thing happening, they know that I'm on that radar of like curiosity yeah. So I don't know. I feel like 
maybe a lot of things are just kind of in limbo right now because there maybe there is that legal actions that are going on or whatever. But I'm just curious to see how it all pans out. I'm curious to see how AEW ends up handling it and how, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I'm getting just curious to see where it all leads to. Yeah, I have a, <clears throat> last I heard was, Obviously, CM Punk's side says that the Young Bucks kicked in the door. The Young Bucks said they simply opened the door. It was unlocked, and they went in there and tried to talk to him, and she got out of hand. So who knows? I understand there's investigations ongoing. I'm sure a lot of legal wrangling. I'm sure that's why their YouTube channel's not up anymore or not. They're taking a hiatus. They don't want to put anything on there that might, you know, come back to bite them in the ass at a later date. Um I did want to mention that, and I don't know if we've ever talked about this person before on the show, because again, you know, my memory is hazy of the topics we've covered. Um, Vince Russo mentioned a few days ago when asked uh, who he thinks should be Tony Khan should put in control of AEW to get shit going uh, is Jim Ross. And I don't know if we've ever talked about any of your experiences with Jim Ross, but uh, now would be a good time with that brilliant broadcasting segue. I haven't had really much interactions with him. Um, the only thing that ever was kind of weird to me is he's brought up a couple times how I did that stupid jewel denial video that haunts me every, for the rest of my effing life. And when I was like annoyed about it, he was like, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. And so it wasn't like he was trying to be like a dick about it and be like, oh, so you did that video. Um, maybe he brought it up a couple times in different occasions because maybe it, him being around me and that like social setting, it didn't match up to like me being a person that would do it maybe. Cause like I've said many times, I, I love old man river conversations and I've been in social circles that he's been in and we're talking about like kind of deep things or whatever and so i feel like sometimes people when you do adult stuff content they kind of like put you in a category that you're going to be a certain way and i feel that a lot of people who can't get over the fact that i did this stupid thing that i regret so so effing much um i feel like they think i would i'm a certain kind of way like kind of just not the way I am, especially how I am about my spirituality and stuff. I'm very open about it. So I kind of get the feeling that's why he was trying to figure me out when he was asking me. So it wasn't like he was being a dick about it. He was just trying to figure me out. And then when he saw that, I was just like, oh, my God, like, you know, whatever. He's like, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. So, like, that's really my only story. I've heard stories about him. And I've heard a lot of stories about him. But... <laughs> Nothing that I could say that has happened to me. Like I said, it was very limited um, interactions that I've had with him. And those times that I did interact with him, it was way after WWE, way after TNA. It was doing convention circuits. So, you know, I don't, I kind of don't know much about him except the fact that like I grew up watching him being a commentator. Like I really don't know that much. Um, and like he was part of the office, like so it's kind of like, you know, there's the office and then there's the talent. And like there's some talent that smoothes with 
uh, the office, but I definitely wasn't one of them. So I just really don't have anything to say about him, to be honest. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I know that he had his uh his falling out with Vince McMahon over the whole. It was over Ric Flair. Um, some I don't know. I remember the whole story, but it was something like they were at this <clears throat> doing this Q and A session or something, like this fan fest or whatever. And I guess Ric Flair was completely drunk, and Jim Ross said he wasn't drunk, but like Vince McMahon held him responsible for the way Ric Flair was behaving, and instead of firing Ric Flair or whatever, he told Jim Ross to you know pack it up and leave after 20 some years or whatever it was. Wow. I don't know. But, I had no uh, idea. Yeah. They definitely had their, uh, their issues as well. And, um, he's, yeah, he's there at AEW. So, you know, the word is I hear from this Tony Khan is kind of leaning on, uh, Tony Schiavone a lot for his expertise or whatever, but we'll see. Gotta get shit together. So, yeah. I don't really know him either. Like more than anything, I know the name. Like, yeah, I don't really know him. I don't really know. No offense. Don't come at me wrestling people. I don't really know what he does or <clears throat> was done in the business. Like, and it's so crazy about hearing this about JR because didn't I tell you that Ric Flair was a troublemaker <laughs> getting JR fired? And I can't believe that's why he got fired because from what I understood, he was one of like Vince's boys. So that's crazy. I guess you are until you aren't. It's the way things go. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I also saw that uh, Vince McMahon, they're talking about him being inducted in the Hall of Fame next year. So that would be interesting. <laughs> the uh, Hall of Fame of his own business after everything that they allowed to come out. Okay. Sure. That was. <laughs> okay. Whatever. And there's still going to be people cheering for him. There's going to be people that think it's such a great idea. And you know what? Maybe that's okay. Like, the, if, if you love Vince and you think he's awesome, okay, cool. Like, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's entitled to their own opinion. Um. Before we wind down here, uh, I do want to mention <clears throat> we have um, we have a lot of these shows we did on the previous incarnation of this show. Uh, we watched Home Alone, we had a PTD in contest, we played Uno, things like that. And I want to start getting back into that kind of stuff for the Channel Attitude crowd. I was thinking uh, with Halloween coming up, we definitely do a watch of some sort of Halloween-based movie. And I don't know. I go back and forth between like doing something that's like well known or something that's not well known. I know on my show uh, one time for Halloween, I did a screening of a movie called Hansel and Gretel Get Baked. And it was basically the retelling of the Hansel and Gretel story, but it was like with weed. And it was a very bizarre movie, as you can imagine. Um, it was interesting as well. Like the only other movie I've ever screened on my show was Reefer Madness, which is. A really good movie to watch, especially if you're very, very high. It's um, it's like peak. Well, Reefer Madness is where the term comes from, is the movie. <laughs> and if you go to goodvibrationsboutique.com, you can go ahead and get yourself the DVD of Reefer Madness. There you go. Watch it for yourself. <laughs> I streamed it probably illegally off of like YouTube or something. I don't know. Maybe I downloaded it illegally. Who knows? Again, my memory is very hazy. 
about many things these days. But it is what it is. But I do want to thank you all for subscribing because you're awesome. And uh, check us out what we're doing here. And um, the Center Brothers coming up, the movie coming up, we'll figure out other stuff to do. It's going to be a fun time. Less than a dollar a week. Go subscribe. Again, I don't know what's that cheap. There's nothing. What can you get for, for $4 a month? And here's the thing. If people aren't taking up on free stuff, maybe if they just pay for less than a dollar a week, that'll give them the incentive to want to join. Because maybe the point is people feel they need to invest a little bit of money. Maybe that's where we're going wrong with these giveaways. Hey, do it. Invest that money. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of going to Subway one time a month, that's right. Throw throw that change this way, and we'll entertain it's you. It's all bread. You need a bread sandwich. You'll need that shit in your life. <laughs> and who knows what's in it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the way it's with most of those restaurants. I don't know, but again, I you know, <clears throat> I got to eat. So whatever it is, I guess I'll eat it. Once it tastes like something. It could be feeding me people. I have no idea. No, don't say that. <laughs> We're almost there in society, too. Don't say that. Yes. I'm not, I'm not alleging anything about Subway feeding uh, uh, people to people. I'm not, you know, I'm not insinuating anything. I don't want to get sued. Thank you. Subway's a big corporation. <laughs> uh, thank you, Shelly. Uh, I will see you Sunday for the special recording with the Stoner Brothers. It'll be a good time. Heck yeah, and get some rest, amigo. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm dragging. Definitely. Make sure I hit all the right buttons. <laughs> Everything is cool. We post it tomorrow. Y'all can check it out. It's awesome. All right. Yes. Thank you, Shelly. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. <laughs>